Hello there, and welcome to the SLP Now podcast, where we share practical therapy tips and ideas for busy speech-language pathologists. Grab your favorite beverage and sit back as we dive into this week's episode. Welcome to day three of the Literacy-Based Therapy Challenge. Today, we are talking about different comprehension activities that we can embed in our unit as we're reading through a book or an article or whichever text we choose for our students. So we're going to talk about three different strategies that we can use, and I have a variety of activities that I like to pull in as needed. And I like to start my sessions with a quick probe. It's just an assessment where I don't offer any support just to see what students' baseline levels are. So if they have a comprehension goal, before diving into these activities, I would pull the probe for their specific goals. So whether it's answering who questions, what questions, answering inferential questions, whatever it may be, I'll take a quick probe and see where students are at baseline, like what are they doing independently? And that helps me determine which strategies will likely be most helpful for the student. And granted, the level of the probe difficulty might not completely match up with the level of difficulty of the questions related to the book. So we'll use some clinical judgment there. But for example, if a student achieves 0% accuracy on their probe for who questions, before we dive into those comprehension activities, I'm going to take a step back and teach what who questions are. We're going to do some very structured activities. But on the other hand, if a student is working on inferential questions and they get 90% accuracy on the probe, I'm not going to offer a whole lot of support as we go in. And then I would just adjust the level of support depending on their accuracy. And this isn't a hard and fast rule. This is where our clinical judgment really comes in. But I like them being able to combine like my internal evidence, so the data that I get from the probe, plus the external evidence of what I know works well in the literature, and then just combining that with clinical expertise and all of that good stuff to make a really fun activity. So one thing that we can do if the student doesn't need a tremendous amount of support, I like to just pull my list of questions from the book unit and I'll just verbally present the questions. If they struggle, I can scaffold by asking more specific questions. That's one potential strategy. Another strategy, if they're still struggling, we can refer back to the book or the article to help them find the evidence that they need to answer that question. And then if they're still struggling, I might back things up a little bit and use some visual supports. So for the student, for example, the student working on who questions, I might just in the unit for just a duck, for example, we have leveled questions. So after I go through and teach them what who means and we do some simple practice, maybe we ask some questions about like, who is wearing red? Who is sitting? Who is standing? And we'll just practice, get some errorless learning down with just understanding the who question, that who is a person. And then the next step would be to give them some question cards. So in the unit, we have leveled question cards and we just have a set of who questions. And then there are who questions that only have 
who answer. So there's only people that they can choose from or characters that they can choose from. But then another level includes mixed answer choices. So one would be a person, one would be a location, one would be a time. For example, it would have mixed choices. So then they really have to understand what who means to be able to answer that question. So that's just an example of how I might scaffold that and use the results of the probe to determine which level of support would be most appropriate and also how I can scale that up and scale that back. So if a student does achieve 0% accuracy on the probe, but I do that initial teaching and they're achieving 100% accuracy with the visual choices, I might just back things up. Maybe I can just ask them pictures about a page in the book. Or maybe I can just ask them verbal questions and scale back that support and have it be a very dynamic process to determine what is the most effective. So that's what we've got for day three of the framework. And I cannot wait to dive into all of the skill-based activities tomorrow. Thanks for listening to the SLP Now podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please share with your SLP friends and don't forget to subscribe to the podcast to get the latest episodes sent directly to you. See you next time.